Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, October 24th, 2023. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, which will allow you to chat with us directly as we record on Discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. If you can't do that, you could post something on our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. This week, um, I've got a story about the fear of global Satanists. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like fun. It does. Yeah, it it really like does. It. <laughs> Did they find us out? Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm willing to give it a shot. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. these aren't these aren't good Satanists, but in any case, oh. we'll get to that. Oh. We'll get to that. Okay. So I wanted to start up. I have one follow-up this week, and it is regarding Mitch McConnell. Uh, Mitch McConnell actually had a press briefing where he didn't freeze. Oh, good. Uh, and he came out and said, yeah, I'm completely recovered from the thing that, you know, we said was nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've recovered fully from something that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, from the thing where they was just saying I just couldn't hear you or something. Right. Like, I'm sorry, he can't hear you. He's leaving now because he can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> 81 years old. I mean, what are you yeah. doing, dude? Holding on like grim death. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, seriously, Mick Jagger's 82. He was on Saturday Night Live and a racist mustache speaking terrible Spanish. It was fantastic. <laughs> so made me watch this. <laughs> he's, he's back, uh, apparently, at, you know, full speed and was... Uh, uh, apparently was <laughs> dodging some of the Republicans giving Biden crap about not handling Israel right. And McConnell was like, look, I support Israel. I don't know what Biden's doing wrong. I, 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 I say we, you know, call him out on things that we really don't like, not just everything he does. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like McConnell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, he's kind of right. Like, I mean, they're just like taught today. You know, fucking Biden, you're making it hot, you know, or what? I mean, like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, the blaming the Democrats for um, the dysfunction in the House is the, 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 <laughs> I mean, it's the piece so de resistance for me. <laughs> That's the Kevin McCarthy bread and butter, man. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculousness. I, I don't know why you don't in, 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 uh, and yell at the Democrats. Like, how dare they side with eight Republicans? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse Democrats for being bipartisan. <laughs> Where's Jake Tapper on this, man? Get him out there to be like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about, McCarthy? I don't remember the the woman's name who was interviewing uh, the guy who was originally saying this, but she, she definitely didn't let it go. She was yeah, like, yeah, they've been calling people hmm. out recently. I have. I, I can really, really appreciate them trying to, with all due respect, Congressman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to pretty WTF. much everything they try to pitch. I don't hate that for once. Uh, so let's get into the news first. Some news from India. Uh, the Supreme Court of India ruled against, while well, they declined to legalize same-sex marriage no. in India. So there's, I don't know, a couple million people who uh, are in the LGBTQ community who aren't going to be eligible to get married but they did say that they are trying to come up with a way of 
maybe not legalizing marriage, but legalizing, you know, some other sort of union. A confirmed union? Yeah. A civil arrangement. Yes. Okay. This still I mean, makes them second-class citizens, so it's yeah. not. But it, it gets rid of all of the kind of the financial pain in the neck stuff. Mm -hmm. so. This is true. The end-of-life stuff. Yeah. Yeah, all that stuff. Important. It is. It's more It's more practical, but we'll take practical over nothing. Yes. I suppose. I mean, very religious, but I wouldn't, I didn't know that, you know, Hindus were that much against the gay community, but, because I'm assuming that the Supreme Court's mostly Hindus. That would seem likely. Yeah. Right. When I found that a group hates gay people, I'm generally not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty you. generally anti-group on anything. <laughs> I, I, I'm disappointed, but I am like, yeah, is there, is there any group that is pro-LGBTQ? No? Not a religious by, group that I can think of. By hate group, you mean a religious group? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I generally feel like the more members you have in the group, the more likely I'm going to disagree with the group. <laughs> for some reason. It's generally true. Yeah. All right, the next thing I have in news, I forgot. I usually, when I do a, the teaser at the beginning, I usually do it for a sh uh, for an article that's later, but I forgot I rearranged things. <laughs> um, so, hey, let's talk about, about these uh, global satanic cults. Mm -hmm. uh, specifically, no <laughs> specifically, there is a group called the Order of Nine Angels. Uh, O9A is their online tag. This is actually a group of devil-worshipping Neo-Nazi extremists. Oh. They have been linked to a few murders. They have attempted to carry out various domestic terror attacks uh, in the U.S., Britain, Germany, Canada, and Russia. Um, the group has been around for a while, since uh, like the mid-70s. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there is a offshoot... Goes by 764, which I don't have any idea why that is. But they are, are now under the FBI scrutiny because of threats, blackmail, manipulation to control victims into recording or live streaming self-harm. So this has spawned off and given backing to the MAGA, you know, pedophile ring idiots because <laughs> they're like, see, see, global Satanists. But well, well meanwhile, we go, well, they seem like bad people. Yeah, go, go that's fine. Go arrest them. <laughs> We're right, not them. Right. <laughs> but the global, international, transnational, that's really coming from the media covering it. Just because you've got two members in the United States and three members in Britain and a couple of guys in Germany, that doesn't make you transnational. <laughs> Like True. there's only there's still only like a dozen of them. So oh. calm down. I don't know how many there are. There's yeah. you know there's no. Would you say less than a hundred? Uh, yeah, probably. Yes. Oh boy. Well, get the Mission Impossible force on this. It's, <laughs> it's trans global. I feel so, less uh, threatened now. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, there was an anonymous tipster that alerted the, the FBI to one of the members. They <laughs> this member had posted on their Instagram pictures of ammunition, a picture of themselves wearing a t-shirt that says Kitty Fiddler. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, on his computer, the background image is uh, uh, just, it says, I'm addicted to hardcore child pornography. Hmm. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and there's a swastika flag hanging behind it. 
See, that's the part that's that's I'm finding interesting is like that <laughs> that the Republicans are like, oh my god, see, we told you. But I'm like, yeah, but they're also Nazis. That's right up our street, isn't it? Like, <laughs> right. love that shit. This must be confusing for you. <laughs> you know, because you know, on one hand, and then on the other hand. <laughs> Yeah, apparently they are uh, all about the, not only the pedophilia, but also worshipping Satan, and also installing a fascist government, um, and kicking out people who aren't like us. I mean, you're kicking out, like, everybody. Everybody. Just, it's a yeah. real devil's <laughs> so, triangle of shit going on here. Yeah. What you're telling me is there is a violent religious organization that's really <laughs> into pedophilia, and kicks out everybody who's not like them. So this is stories about Catholics? <laughs> a scaled down version, but yes. <laughs> cool. There are both way both. more Catholics. Right. <laughs> when they're sporting this this kitty porn shit, are they in mass or anything? The, the pictures the pictures that are in this article are, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's so edgelord, you know? I wonder if any of it is real. Huh. I mean, I'm sure some of it is. But horrible people doing horrible things. We are surrounded. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, any number of those things are fine with me to arrest them. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Please apparently do. the F the FBI did actually uh, perform a, a warrant uh, executed on uh, this guy's apartment back in 2021. The one suspected member, and they found a, a firearm and more than 30 rounds of ammunition. Which originally, when I read that, I'm like, oh, more than 30. <laughs> but as it turns out, he was actually convicted of uh, burglary of a conveyance, a third degree felony back uh, two years earlier. So it's, it is actually very much illegal for him to have a firearm. Mm. So it, it, it's just dangerous fringe guys. And there's not that many of them, but it's giving it's giving some some speed to the, you know, the MAGA QAnon bullshit. Sure. Because they're like, oh, well, see, global Satanists, this actually exists. And not really. Not the way you describe it. Yeah. Anyway, it's a it's a decent article written by J.D. Sword. It's uh, on the Skeptical Inquirer, um, mm -hmm. if you want to take a look. So, Ray, just to add some support to the one part of the article that, that you gave SAS to and that Discord is echoing, even more absurdly... I do not own a firearm, and I have more than 30 rounds of ammunition in my house. Yeah! <laughs> like, that, that's how ludicrous getting worked up about 30 is. <laughs> right. That seems a bit odd, but... <laughs> um, years ago, for an unknown reason, a friendly acquaintance of mine got me a 50-pack of 9mm rounds for Christmas. <laughs> I thanked um. them, and... Didn't know how to discard them appropriate, and I have them to this day. Huh. Nice. Okay. That's weird. Go out and hit him with hammers, Ian. That's oh god. <laughs> I just figure I would, you know, I was gonna. I'll, I will trade them for rations in some sort of apocalyptic scenario. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be valuable. It's true. <laughs> All right. So the next thing that I have in news, I don't. I had not heard of this until I read this article, but I guess Fox has some sort of show called Outkick... What is it? Outkick the Morning? What? What the heck is that? Yeah. I don't uh, I don't know what this... What is that this... before or after Fox and Friends? <laughs> <laughs> or is that weekend Fox and Friends? 
Um, I, I thought I had a list. Charlie Annold is a, apparently a member. There's like three hosts, I guess. These people are crazy. Well, you said Fox <laughs> News. On Fox? Oh, <laughs> sir. How dare you? So apparently they had an anti-birth control segment, which claims that tap water is effectively birth control. Oh. Uh, this Charlie Arnold said... My biggest piece of advice, ladies, for the love of God, stop drinking tap water. Tap water is effectively birth control because it has birth control in it. Because oh, yeah, that's well, true. It, it's just how it goes. <laughs> Women pee and they are peeing out their medication. Get off birth control and please stop drinking tap water. Wow. I, I mean, mean, that logic isn't. Well, there is a core of truth to it. So uh, estrogen that women take as birth control does leach into the water supply, but it's, you know, very low percentages. So there is a, a there is a core of truth to it, but they've taken it a little too far, as usual. Is it possible that one of their major sponsors is just a bottled water company? <laughs> Goddamn Nestle's. Yeah, it's Nestle's probably Nestle. Is on- <laughs> Jared, Jared is, is totally onto it. Uh, yeah. It's always Nestle. Those guys are just peak agricultural corruption. And then they use the, the, the boogeyman of what? That, the, that mm. the Democrats want you to not breed anymore and or something to that effect, right? Yeah, yeah, basically. And breeding is, is apparently, you know, that's something that the right really wants. They don't want you to have birth control. They don't want you to have abortions. They Breeding is what it's all about. Have more little baby dummies to follow us in the future. <laughs> yeah, that was just not where I was expecting it to go. Like, the only way someone could start a sentence with, like, tap water is effectively birth control is if then they follow it up with, as long as it's ice cold and she pours it on your balls right before you climax, then sure. <laughs> Absolutely effective birth control. That sounds horrible. <laughs> All right. That's enough of the, the weird news. <laughs> Um, let's go to the, uh, the Trump news, which I don't think, I don't remember. I cannot remember last week. Did we talk about the people who have done plea deals no. in the uh, Georgia case? Very unlikely because it's really just starting now. We talked about the fact that Sidney Powell and Cheesebro were going to go first mm. and everybody else wanted a later trial. But, oh, go ahead, Ray, because that's the, the hits <laughs> well, just keep on coming. I feel like we did talk about it. Apparently, they weren't even first. Scott Hall was apparently the first one. Right. Who's that? Scott Hall was, um, we didn't cover him in the Profiles and Sedition because he was just some dude. He he was a bail bondsman that was involved with the breaking into the uh, voting machines in Coffee County. Well, wait, let's get something straight, all right? Yeah. They're all small dudes, all right? They all just got coffee for Trump. I don't want to hear uh. anything else. All right. <laughs> According to Trump this week. Right. Sure. Yeah. Fair enough. So, yeah, he, he, he pled in August. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, he's on the fringe. I was just talking about the three yeah. amigos. I was thinking. So, Ellis, Cheesebro, and Powell. That's what we're yes. left with? In backwards order. Yeah. Powell was first. Yeah, yeah. And, and she got no felonies, just misdemeanors. And like six months, pro- so six years did probation. Did she plead guilty or did she yes. strike a plea deal? No. Well, but she's well, she, guilty with a plea deal. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you she don't, did you have don't something plead, to you, offer. Especially with, with Chess Bro, the things that he pled guilty to does not get you 
five years probation and a five thousand dollar fine. Right. Now he like, pled guilty to a, a fe- one felony and the rest misdemeanors. But from what I heard, mm. is that even though this other guy went first, that when Powell went, the rest of them are starting to see the light because oh. apparently she had a lot of shit. And oh, she, because yeah, she was in the middle of it. Yeah. Right. Because she's going. Then Chesbro is like. Well, I'm going down now because she went down, so I will now cut a deal. Right. I mean, in the middle of what, Karen? I've never even heard of Sidney Powell. <laughs> what? This is, this is my first, the first say. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, Trump, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. That I know was he amazing. likes playing the hits, but that's just, they're, I don't know. People yeah, I, get hot about hearing it, but they're, they're, it's beyond the pale. Their cult-like ability to think mm. that that's a reasonable statement is <laughs> bordering scary, if not surpassing it. I mean, I'm willing to bet, Ian, though, when a true Trump supporter hears Trump go, I don't know who Sidney Powell is. Their response is, I don't know who Sidney Powell is either. <laughs> true. They I were mean, not he- cheering her on every day when she was in the court 72 times with uh, America's mayor. Well, Fact they'll cheer on anybody who says his name. Right, uh, facts okay. and reality don't matter, remember? Yeah, oh, that that I do know. Mm. I know that facts are done, reality is done. I know that, that again, that's part of their superpowers. They don't mm. feel shame. They don't feel humility. They, uh, hypocrisy, that died years ago. I mean, it's it's madness what, yeah. what they are fortified against. I think it's uh, his argument is going to be, she wasn't actually my lawyer, Try to prove that she was my lawyer. I never paid her anything because he never paid her anything. Right. I mean, all all these people. Well, um, as we've uh, learned, you don't need to pay your lawyers because he doesn't pay Rudy Giuliani either. Right. <laughs> right. But I think he and Rudy Giuliani actually had a you know an agreement. A, yes. a, you know, I am your client. You are my lawyer, kind of thing. None of the rest of these do, but they. He said all of them were his were his lawyers. My team of lawyers, but he didn't pay him anything, like he said. But Cheesebro, Ellis, they're going to get the same treatment eventually. But like has been pointed out on the uh, Discord mm. channel, there's only so many plea deals that are going to be struck. Like, eventually they'll have enough information and you won't have anything new for them. Right. So, yeah. yeah. You listening, Rudy? Yeah. You better oh. get down soon or you're going to go down with the ship. Oh, he's toast. There's no way. I mean, Powell wasn't enough because she's crazy pants. Cheesebro... Was better, but you remember, but and, you but always Ellis, start from the yeah. bottom and work your way up. True, but yeah, I don't think they're going to go past Ellis with a good deal, right? And they're saying that again with Powell that Powell must have had something on cheese. They got me saying cheese, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's in as far as Wisconsin. I'm concerned. The dude is from Wisconsin. His last name is Chessbro or whatever. He's cheese, bro. <laughs> That's. <laughs> but um, and as far as like, I'm I'm just sitting there wondering. I'm like, is there anything left, or is Rudy toast? Oh, I think he's toast. Like, does Rudy know anything that Jenna Ellis doesn't know? Yes, but he can't be put on the stand, though. I, he's it's such gibberish coming out of his mouth. I don't, I don't think a lawyer would put him on the stand. He's not. I don't think that they need anything beyond Ellis. So yeah. why not take down Rudy as well? Right. Because I feel like he's he's just anything he could offer up would would implicate him equally. I don't. Well, I personally right. don't know what. What Jenna Ellis could have that Cheesebro and Powell didn't already yeah. give them. Well, remember oh, she's can, yeah. Get the three of if there are three of them are able to corroborate all the same evidence. Mm-hmm. That's and, that's plenty. Right. 
And she's got something that, the, that Powell and Cheesebro don't have. She's pretty. So Trump would like to have her close. And a good Christian lawyer. And a good Christian lawyer. So he whispered in her ear gross things that he, he can now repeat. <laughs> Super gross. <laughs> See, Sorry. I feel like Chesbro is the bigger get here than Jenna Ellis. But That's probably. I agree. But I think he had a smaller part to play, though. He was really just Whoa. about getting the um, uh, the uh, fake electors. That was his shtick. So that's, that's a pretty big fucking deal. Yeah, it is. It's but, it's only one, but it's only one part of the case, though. Sure. There were, there were three major parts of the case. So that's just the one bit. Sure. I didn't so get a- when Trump's in jail, do they move the Resolute desk into the jail? <laughs> <laughs> Is that how a president, because we don't have a law that you can't be in prison and not be president, so I'm yeah. wondering I don't think he gets works. a ch- choice of furniture, yeah. Or do we just put bars on the Oval Office? How is this going to work? It's going to be crazy. <laughs> don't know. There was one other person that was mentioned today who did not um, take a plea deal, but it did come out that he was granted federal immunity and he testified for the grand jury in D.C., and that is Mr. Mark Meadows. Mm. That came out today. He was also charged in the Georgia case, but of course, uh, state and federal charges are separate. But I can't imagine that, you know, being cooperative in the federal court doesn't help him in the Georgia case somewhat. He's, you know, cooperating. I don't know. That was the other news today. Do you think Mark Meadows is pumped about what's going on right now in Congress? Or do you feel like he feels like that should have been his, mm-hmm. like, limelight and, and they stole it from him? Wasn't I'm he the sure guy who, who threatened to do what Matt Gates did when, when John Boehner was speaker? Oh, then, did he? Maybe. Yeah, then, uh-huh. then Congressman Mark Meadows said, I'm going to vote to have you removed. And Boehner just stepped down because he didn't want to deal with crazy MAGA nonsense. Yeah, that sounds I familiar. believe it. Mm. He does I like he's the- worried about more shit than that right now. <laughs> I know, but he seems like a dumb, petty guy. Yeah. I feel like that would stick in his fat little jowls and irritate him. <laughs> well, he also really likes the spotlight. He was the, always the, and he likes talking to the media, you know, off the record. He was the source of a lot of the leaks, evidently. Oh, for okay. sure. I mean, he, but he's, he was, he was one of the original yeah. cult leaders. Very true. This was his reward, apparently, being chief of staff and then. <laughs> arrested. <laughs> yeah. We never did find out who had that. Remember that, that newspaper article that came out that was like, I'm the one safeguarding America from this psychopath. And I will not <laughs> tell you my name, but I work in the White House. <laughs> it's pr- I mean, Meadows, Flynn. Oh, Flynn was we gone all, by then. We all were like, who is that guy? <laughs> or <a> woman. <laughs> yeah. Flynn definitely be- had the arrogance to do something like that, but I don't know if he... Was that oh, based on reality to do that? True. I have seen the most amazing thing, and I will have to find this for you. Did anybody see Michael Flynn singing that song with that group of fucking psychopaths? No. <laughs> no, I don't even know what you're referencing. Oh, my God. I got to find this. Hold on. <laughs> so I'm going to try to talk and look at this at the same time. But um, you know those crazy rappers that were rapping about Target and shit for a little bit? These rich guys, they got the rap deals and they they were, uh, you know, I ain't going to Target to have my child be groomed, blah, blah, blah. And they got these really weird bin, um, <laughs> beards. No, that sounds sad, though. Do I, am I starting to sound crazy? <laughs> no, I know for a fact that your circle is much younger and hipper and plugged into nonsense than the three of us are. So if you tell me that it's true, I tend to believe you. Yeah. Was it an auto tune? Michael Fling singing "We Are the World." 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean, it is. Let me just try to find the actual video. Here's the YouTube. I put the link in Discord. Oh, okay. So yes, he he is heavily auto tuned in it, but it, and it's not. They're not singing "We Are the World." It's a "We Are the World" type esque song <laughs> with a cavalcade of IDWs, which is the intellectual dark web, uh, plus those shitty rappers, plus of other wackos in there. But the Michael Flynn part is so disturbing and so weird, and of course, it's about saving children and and all that shit. But just wow, that guy was a general. <laughs> it's like it just boggles my mind when I see that. <laughs> yeah, I found the majority report talking about it, but it it, it is in there. Oh yeah, well here's the the actual video. If mm. if anybody maybe in the audience, see this is the kind of special stuff when you're Patreon, <laughs> you get live up. Nope, I put the iron claw in again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that movie looks great. <laughs> yeah, I can't do anything right. Here. <laughs> what the hell? Yes! <laughs> what, anybody heard of this movie, The Iron Claw? What if it's any good? Cut all of this. There, there we go. go. I did it. <laughs> anyway, not to derail the show or anything. Nope, that was gold. <laughs> oh my, it's got a whole intro to it. It's yeah, bonkers. Wow. Wait till you see the rappers. I, I, I'm surprised. I can't believe we never talked about the rappers in the Target store. Because <laughs> yeah, I, because Ian's right, I am dialed into some of this bullshit. Um, but yeah, they're like rich dudes who who do their own publicized rapping thing. Huh. I saw another one, like I was uh, reading this is a couple weeks ago about a, a nine year old kid who got kicked off a of TikTok for for making an anti trans song, an anti rapping trans song. Huh. So of course I had to take a deep dive on this, and his father. Has been has been a religious rapper for like the past fifteen years, and now he's got his kids doing it. A religious rapper, and, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, like one of those, you know, sure, trying to get total, get to the total, kids. Yeah, white dude living in fucking suburbia, and now he's got his kids doing it. And the song for sure, is, uh, but as as just like as Hank Hill taught us so many years ago, <laughs> uh, you're not making Christianity cool. You're just making rock music lame. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so he had his kids, and obviously the kids didn't write this. He wrote the song for the kids uh, called Let Boys Be Boys. You can imagine <laughs> what it's about. Yeah. Um, uh, but my girlfriend caught an interesting thing because I showed her the video. Mm-hmm. And, like, the chorus is, like, let the boys be boys, let the girls be girls. And then I sw- she goes, she goes, I think that kid just said let the boys be girls. <laughs> right? And I go, get the fuck out of here. No way they let that slip in there. She time-coded it, and sure enough, the kid slips up, and he goes, let the boys be girls. And I was like, nice. that's the complete opposite of the message of the song. <laughs> and then they laugh. They, like, the nine-year-old kids are literally, like, laughing about people getting their dicks cut off, and they're like, yeah, don't get my, don't cut my dick off. <laughs> <sighs> wow. Yeah. Why do people think that that's a part of transitioning? Did because- I not get, do I have different information than other people do? Yes. <laughs> Am I, do I have the wrong information? I no, I don't think so. I, I feel like transitioning or not, as a what I will call a cisgendered hetero man, the primary source for my sexual gratification comes from my penis. <laughs> I don't think I would want to stop having sexual gratification for the rest of my life by chopping that off because I there's no reason. <laughs> no, I only have one response to that, Ian, and. 
That's let boys be boys. <laughs> and let boys be girls. <laughs> Go nuts. For but some... I don't think that there's a lot of penis chopping that is involved in male to female transitioning. I think there is more than you anticipate. There's a, I, I, I don't doubt it. I said I could be very wrong. Mm. I, that, I think for some trans women, that's part of the transition. For some, it isn't. It just depends. I don't know if there are statistics to find out this information, but... I don't think they're terribly public about it because, I you know... I wouldn't think so because it's none of my business, mm. but I I'm, am curious. Mm. I don't think the number is that high. I'll tell you this. If you want a career in porn, you don't chop it off. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just... I, I It seems unlikely and unnecessary. Also, by the way, I forgot to mention the nine-year-olds are walking around singing with guns, which had nothing to do with the message that they were saying, but they have guns. Sure. Because that's what Jesus preached. Um, the <laughs> estimate from uh, UVA Health is 4 to 13% under oh, okay. bottom surgery. So 4% of a <laughs> minority that's already <laughs> less than 1%. That is a yeah. very few people. That oh, is, yeah. That's, that's, well, uh, you guys have it all wrong. Democrats are letting their children <laughs> chop their genitals off at five or six years old and <laughs> insisting. And also, uh, trans story hour, they're telling the kids to rip their penises off and, and helping them do it in the back of the room. I mean, don't you know anything? I do know that, Jared. When they chop it off, it's easier to pee in the litter box. Duh. Yes. Yeah, I mean. You don't have it spraying all over the place. That makes a whole mess. Yeah. Now, now you may ask to what end. Why do Democrats want so many trans people? And why do they want men to chop off their penises? Oh, just for sport, I assume. Because if we tur if it turns out in a way that we don't enjoy, we can just uh, enforce one of our all too common nine-year post-birth abortions. That sounds too complicated. I'm going to nope. go to global Satanist. Global oh. Satanist. <laughs> nope. I thought it was the full post-both abortions, which happen in 100% of Democratic-run cities. You can kill your baby up to nine months after you've had it. <laughs> well, that's All the true, time. Too. Yeah. I hope just everyone gets the uh, drippiness <laughs> of the sarcasm here. All ironic. We were just... Yeah. <laughs> Please, if they haven't figured that out yet with this show. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was not thoughtful discourse. That was just us dumping on people for being dumb. <laughs> I want everybody to be gay. <laughs> and obviously this is all to stop them from breeding, which is what the Republicans yeah. want. I want white people, only specifically white people to stop breeding. That's my end goal. Right. <laughs> all right. On that note, I'm going to move on to uh, some different state politics here. So, as we talked about in Texas, there is a new chaplain program so that schools can get a chaplain and sometimes instead of a guidance counselor, sometimes in addition to. Um, there is one this school is district. This the one where they asked not to do this, right? As I recall? Yes, yes. A lot of the, please don't let this happen. A lot of pastors, including like Catholics and Protestants, are like, yeah, don't do this. We're not, uh, our people aren't trained to do student care. And really, the Catholics have you seen your, have you seen their track record? <laughs> uh, one Central Texas school district is rejecting the plan. They voted unanimously to not allow unlicensed counselors to serve the role in the district. I mean, wow! I in Texas, yeah, 
See, I was judging them too harshly. I am <laughs> going to go to that cryptid con. And I will warn you, that link is full of ads and autoplaying videos. And ah, it's just, Whoa. it's a local TV station, but mm. trying to make a buck. Um, another over in Oklahoma, the chairman of a virtual charter school says that he will not sign off on the contract with the Catholic school because he believes that this law is in violation of the state constitution. No. And yeah, in the video, he is like, no, I wouldn't be able to sleep. I can't lay my head down on a pillow and go, yep, I did the right thing. So no, I'm not going to let this happen, even though it is the law right now. Uh, he says that it still violates the separation of church and state, goes against the state constitution, not going to do it. <laughs> so, a couple people fighting back. And I would like to point out that um, this guy is Republican, but he doesn't agree with the charter school thing that Abbott is pushing. Or I guess this is an Abbott. This is an Oklahoma, but... Yeah, okay. But Abbott is, Abbott is, is pushing that. It's just not this story. Right. right. However, after a couple <laughs> good state news oh. North Carolina has a new past state budget in the budget includes 26 million dollars in funding for religious organizations uh, taxpayer money taxpayer money direct grants to individual churches funds for anti-abortion crisis pregnancy centers uh, all sorts man. of religious uh yeah 26 million dollars distributed across the state man North Carolina has been Knocking it out of the park recently. By the way, of the $26 million, $19 million go to crisis pregnancy centers. Wow. Wow. Boo. Oi. Yeah. Bad job, North Carolina. <laughs> uh, what else do we have? Right, Pennsylvania. Mm-mm. Wait, uh, is this in the bad state category? Uh, yeah. It is. Now, yeah. but this is a state representative, Stephanie Barowitz. That name sounds familiar. Yeah, I believe we've talked about her before. Her weird face looks familiar. <laughs> um, she has a video posted by Heartland Signal. The Heartland Signal. I'm assuming this is a religious thing. As in her statement, like as a representative on the floor, she says when Democrats are pushing bills like banning gas-powered motors and gas-powered stoves in New York City all under the same are all under the name of climate control, we can all see what's really going on here. And I, I really wish she'd expand on that, because I can't see what she sees. Right? No. <laughs> Nothing. But she continued and said, the truth is, Genesis 8.22 says, as long as the earth endures seed time and harvest, cold, heat, summer, winter, day and night will never cease. She says, of course, we are to be good stewards of God's creation, but not through forceful climate control global agenda. Good stewards of God's creation. The the whales are dying. The, you won't get snow crabs anymore because they all died. I mean, you're not good stewards. We are not being good stewards. <laughs> yeah. What the state does so boo for her? Yeah. yeah. Clinton County figures. <laughs> Where's that? Uh over here somewhere. Oh. Yeah, isn't it's it like, uh, isn't that like yeah, by, Lock, by Lock Haven center. area? Yeah. Yeah. It's like in between. You fucking center staters, man. You're all fucked up <laughs> over there. Yeah. <laughs> Not like the old border town. <laughs> oh, um, I'm going to use this as a, as a quick, sad Pennsylvania segue. Mm. Did you see? I mean, they drop in and out so fast, but, uh, 
my guy, Congressman uh, Dan Musar, threw his hat into the ring for like 30 seconds to be speaker. Mm. <laughs> Immediately dropped out. Oh, he wasn't one of the nine? He was one of the nine. Oh, okay. We're already down to seven. Right. right. Yeah, well, Musar that- dropped out, and then Emmer dropped out. Right. Well, Emmert, for a, a brief shining moment in time, was the um, heir apparent. And then Trump oh, said, he's out already? Oh, yeah, he's out. He's, he, Trump yeah. um, put out something on True Social that said, boo. And everybody dumped yep. him and he, and he dropped out. Yeah, but I saw him. That thing that Trump put out, he put that on his Facebook page, well, thanking the president for his endorsement. Oh, really? <laughs> and he's already out? He's I out. just saw this before the show started. Yeah, yeah. no, Emmer, Emmer dropped out immediately because. I mean, he was never viable. No. He, uh, of the nine people, sadly, Emmer and uh, the one candidate, the one guy from Arizona are the only two of the nine who actually certified the 2020 election. Mm. The other seven are all election deniers. So as Jake Tapper likes to say, if you are a Republican with a reality based agenda, you're out. You're out. I guess that's true. Yeah. I, I don't know how this ends. <laughs> you know what? I would, because I'm I'm still a little high off from it, but I know that it's poorly. I know that in 2024, each and every one of these clowns mm. is going to hold on to their seats. A lot of them, yeah. It's just, it's mind blowing. Like, there is just nothing that will move people. I would just, if it, they just went back to being apathetic and not voting, that would be okay with me. Well, Trump did tell a whole uh, – a, where was he? I don't know, Vermont or something recently. He's never going to be free until Trump is dead. Right. It's just how it is. He did tell them not to vote, though. Good. Keep saying that. Well, I mean, I think it's Make a bit it of a true. tell. I think it's Wait, a tell. Who did, he, who did he tell not to vote? A, an audience of people. Like not to vote in the, the, the presidential. primary? Or yeah, in the presidential. The pre- in the presidential? Yeah, that's what he was talking about. I, I don't know – what he meant, or if it was just projection for we're going to cheat, so you don't need to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I got this covered. Don't worry. I got. Oh, yeah, I thought places. it was projection, as in uh, I'm done. I know I'm going down, so just don't vote for anybody. <laughs> mm, it won't matter. I'll still make money off of you after I lose. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for a second, I had to think to myself, did he actually say that part? <laughs> because I was, I have imagined if he did, they <laughs> wouldn't care. True. Because tr- that's the one thing I love about Trump is like, well, I shouldn't say love, but mm. like, is like, he tells them, he goes, I'm only saying this because this is the shit you like. You know, like, all right, you guys don't like trans people? I guess I'm, that's my bag now. I'm not against trans people. Like, you know, right. you know, I was before this before, but now you're not. So whatever, you know, <laughs> I'll <laughs> well, say whatever I got to say to win. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> And in the beginning, he was like, yeah, uh, vaccines, we're going to pump money into it, and it'll be big and bad, and, you know, it'll be awesome, and we'll cure it. And then he went, oh, you don't like masks? Oh, no masks. <laughs> Same thing. Oh, and that, <laughs> and, and also part of that was the, the Democrats started dying first because the cities got it first. So he was okay with that. But, yeah, same thing. What do they want to see me do so mm. they'll give me money? All right, any, anything else on politics? Because I, I was going to transition over to re- the religious stuff here real quick. Nope, go for it. Um, Always, but go on. (laughs) (laughs) So this week saw not one, but two different outrageously bad columns attempting to blame the nuns, the people who are not religious, uh, and secular humanists for the rise in global anti-Semitism. What? 
clearly the anti-Semitism is being caused by atheists, secular humanists, not the attacks that Israel is doing. Now, when and, and when I say outrageously bad articles, you, you might think that that's <laughs> hyperbolic, but it's not. From one of the articles, it says all humanists are subjectively moral. But so, too, arguably, were Nazi death camp guards, as are their modern incarnation, the Palestinian terrorists. Wow. Damn. Yeah. I mean, these articles just go whew, way oh, overboard. Goodness. <laughs> and clearly, secular humanists, really, there, there's nothing in being a humanist or secular or an atheist it has anything to do with the stance on Israel or Jews. No. We, we would just like you to stop killing each other. That's really all we got, man. Yeah. I don't even know what to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I want to go at least that far, but I mean, like, if you guys can make me make a sign-up sheet first, like, <laughs> specifically people who want to kill each other and people who want to stay innocent civilians and then just kill the people on the correct list? Like, if you need to be killing, I don't know. I don't know how to help. This is so far out of my depth. Yeah. yeah. This is just Not a, my fault, though. This Not is, my atheism causing this. This is a right wing, we're going to place the blame on the people we don't like. Yeah. So all, that yeah. Uh, Absolutely. You know, we can try and control. Yeah. Well, they might save time by just telling me whose fault it not is, because they're blaming everybody else. The Democrats, the mm. humanists, yeah, Biden. They, it's everybody. Things are just not going their way. They're getting weird and desperate. I mean, just everything's going on in the news. I can't think of the last time I had to look at James Cormer's sad face to try to convince me that he's got another bombshell that's going to blow a smoking gun. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard that in weeks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no nothing's coming up good for the Republicans these days. Now, while we're talking about the nuns, again, people who are... <laughs> Religiously unaffiliated. Right. Um, there is an article on Alicia, which dot org, which I, I I get is a Catholic website of some sort. I did not delve into this. I don't know much more than that about the website. But they have an article talking about the uh, the nuns and how they are basically everywhere now in large numbers. It's not just isolated pockets in certain states. And it's like a a call to Catholics to be concerned about how many people are turning away from the church. Hmm. Um, and it, it goes on to say that in 2008, the nuns were located mostly on the West Coast. However, now it's across the it's across the hmm. uh, the country. Uh, more than uh, more states have the number of people who are religiously unaffiliated. Beyond 36%, which is wow. the dark blue shading on their map. Do, do they have some sort of magical Christian barrier that repels atheists around the border of North Dakota? <laughs> <laughs> that state is unflappable. That's Good Doug Burnham doing his job up there. That's why he needs to be president. <laughs> that is impressive. Totally. That's amazing. I'm actually not sure if Doug Burnham is the governor of those states. I don't know. No, very well could be. I know he's not the governor of South because it's that crazy lady. So if he is in a Dakota, it would be North. So this article is to scare Catholics into, I think, going out and proselytizing more. Oh, goody. Yeah. 
And we haven't had a good proselytizing in a while, though. So That's true. Uh, there is also an article on Kentucky Today, which is uh, talking about the Baptist point of view on this whole thing, uh, saying that the next generation is leaving faith earlier than you realize. And it's talking about the fact that 8th, 10th, 12th graders um, are saying more and more that uh, religion is not important to them at all and how the numbers are going up even even by the time that they're 8th graders. I do I do appreciate the the picture that's on here. It's of a little girl on her cell phone. Right. They they hit that correctly. <laughs> it's I mean, China's fault. It, it's the access to information at your fingertips and, it's opi- TikTok. and opinions no, it's TikTok other than your parents. <laughs> the fact that you don't have to rely on your parents for all of your information about all the religious stuff. I mean, you you can look up if you have questions. If you have right. questions and your questions get dismissed because you shouldn't be answering or asking those questions, well, okay, then you can just type into Google and hey, there's the answer. We got to start banning books. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm wondering when the you know the ban the internet starts. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that ship sailed ages ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's too integrated into everything. Yeah, 100%, yes. What state is going to survive with no internet? Come to Kentucky, we have no internet. North Dakota. (laughs) Yeah. I'm banking on North Dakota. I mean, I do find it amusing that there, I forget what state it was. I saw an article about um, there was some state that was trying to make it illegal for children to have access to TikTok and Twitter and Facebook, I think, were on their list. Maybe Instagram. There were a couple of social media sites that were going to be banned for children under the age of 18. Like... They know how to lie. They'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, kids are resourceful. Yeah. Especially younger kids. Especially like, if you tell them they can't have something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, thank God I worked at that comic book store for as long as I did because I learned a lot of shit from those kids mm. on things to look for and how to get around things. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, like, a matter of fact, we had a job where they just straight up blocked the internet on us. The, the, the store had internet access, but... If you tried to bring your laptop in and do it, it would just put a block up. That lasted one fucking day. Until <laughs> <laughs> I looked to the guys like, no, this is how you do it. And I said, oh, great. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> so go ahead. Bang in the internet. Yeah. It's not going to work out like you think. <laughs> okay. The uh, the next thing that I have, I'm moving on to alt science stuff. And this uh, is going to involve two names that should be very familiar to everyone here. First, Mary Lou Retton. Ooh. And Olympic hero, Mary Lou Retton. (laughs) And Suzanne Summers. Ooh. 80s icons. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a knock on our door. (laughs) (laughs) We've been waiting for you. (laughs) (laughs) So Mary Lou Retton has recently been discharged from hospital and is in recovery mode. Um, oh, good. She was yeah. in the hospital after having a rare form of pneumonia. That's according to her daughter. Uh, we don't know anything because hospitals don't share that inf- information. But according to her daughter, she had a rare form of pneumonia. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I didn't like that when I heard that. I'm like, what? Wh- how do I avoid this? What's going? I need more information <laughs> on this. Well, well uh, COVID can cause a ro- rare form of pneumonia. It's probably COVID. Don't okay. know. Speculating, but so now. I keep hearing Ian being very excited that Mary Lou Retton is fine, and I'm waiting for the for the shoe to drop where you're telling me she's like, "Oh, me too. I'm going to be super disappointed." But- okay, okay, okay. <laughs> well, not maybe not Nazi. 
But I think we all know she was a huge Reagan supporter. Like, she got her gold medal while Reagan was in office. After she got back from the Olympics, she rallied with Reagan. Uh, she was a massive Reagan supporter. Well, I, I'm not gonna fault. I'm not gonna fault a, a an Olympist in the '80s. Yeah, deciding, yeah. I mean, mm, that's, that's fine. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Since then, uh, she has become a opponent of the Affordable Care Act or Obama. Fuck you, Obamacare. Mary Lou Retton. I, nope, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she is in, th there's no direct quotes from her, but, uh, according to reports, she is anti-vax. She is, uh, she, she is uninsured. So the week, or I don't actually know how long she was in the hospital. She was in, mm. there was a week where she couldn't breathe on her own. That is all, like, she has no health insurance because she refused to sign up for the Affordable Care Act. So instead, her family is begging for money on the internet and last I saw, uh, she had raised $460,000 for her care. That'll be about half the bill, but okay. It's it's really insane that, I mean, because of all of her promotions and stuff, we, we know that she was a multimillionaire. Right. But yeah, I was going to say, like, how is she desperate for cash? I, she has a multi-million dollar house. I, I mean, I don't know what income she's got currently. God damn it, you fucking... Stop giving money to rich people! Yeah. What is the matter with you? <laughs> I have no idea. I'll never understand it. Mm -mm. Not to... I mean, listen. Bottom line, Mary Lou Retton was a gymnast. Yeah. That was it, all right? She didn't change the fucking world. She got a 10 out of 10. She changed uh, the world. <laughs> 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 a narrow scope, but yeah, she did change On the world. On half a leg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was an amazing vault. It was. But yes, you still not give rich people money. That's absurd. And the fact that she likely not vaccinated, likely was in the hospital due to COVID, which was going to be way worse because she wasn't vaccinated, um, basically is 100% in the anti-whatever-the-Democrats-say camp. Yeah. Just um, unfortunate. And I didn't know so, that. So I don't wish her ill health, but at the same time, <laughs> when you do this, you're doing it to yourself. Right. I wish ill health unto anybody who is trying to take health care away from other people. Sure. There you Fuck go. you, Mary Lou Retton. You should have died. <laughs> I mean, maybe now she will understand what happens to other people because now it's happened to her. Maybe she'll no. get a lesson out she of this. She has gained zero empathy, I bet. Mm. I hope she Especially has. since she, people gave her almost half a million dollars. True. Damn, people. Yeah. Seriously. And... Give, us, be oh, give us better news about Suzanne Summers. <laughs> Oh, it's much mm. worse. How about oh, we just skip? Worse. How about we skip Suzanne yeah, Summers then? Because dead. <laughs> oh, damn it! Well, yeah, I know that. But yeah, Suzanne. That's the news. No, she just she just passed away nine days ago. Yeah, Suzanne Summers was the uh, she had a role of the she was the original celebrity wellness guru, if you recall. Oh. Um, she used her television fame to springboard the uh, the thigh master, and yeah, then, the thigh master ruled, and then um, <laughs> just took it from there and really went into the medical misinformation kind of uh, uh, televised half hour shows that you would see like after midnight there sure. for a while. Um, she would constantly be advertising things that were not not medical science in any way. Uh, to cure whatever, you know, happened to be this week's big in the news thing. She was before Gwyneth Paltrow, before Jenny McCarthy, before Dr. Oz. She was the original medical misinformation person on TV. 
Hmm. Well, she believed her own nonsense then because she skipped chemotherapy against the advice of her doctor and died from complications of breast cancer. Yep. So. Well, well. Yeah. Yep. I mean. So that's why I lumped them I, together yeah, because yeah. They, they both they both um, are getting, you know, their comeuppance for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of money, though. Just think about how much money she probably made from endorsing that Thighmaster. I'm not talking like George Foreman grill money, but <laughs> it, it, the Thighmaster was a very successful product. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah both foolishly and ironically later on. So <laughs> it uh, is hard. It's hard for me to get mad when I find out that they were real believers. I, I mean, I know that she did damage, but I'm like, God, she wasn't doing it just for cash. She really did believe that. Shit. Yeah. She was just dumb. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it may have started out the cash, but maybe she just got so wrapped up in it. It's like, yeah, this is all right. I am feeling good. Couldn't stop with that thigh master though. That wasn't hurting anybody. Right. No claims that it cured things that it didn't cure. Right. It was just for your thigh, and it looked sexy when nope. you did it. <laughs> Instead, she went to bioidentical hormones, whatever the hell that is. Bioidentical nice. hormones are hormones that are engineered to look and appear and act like hormones that exist in the human body. And then you eject these bioidentical hormones uh, in order to provide more estrogen as you age, to look more beautiful, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Hmm. That's my TLDR. I could be slightly wrong, but that's generally what bioidentical bioidentical means. They're not human hormones, but they act like it. They look like them. <laughs> but turns out that doesn't cure breast cancer. So no. I guess uh, fuck, fuck around and find out in play again. Yeah. yeah. Shame. All right, uh, we're running a little long on time. Let me hit this one because I wanted to apologize to Ian. Uh-oh. This is an- it's about time you did, Ray. <laughs> this is an article from Daniel A. Reed on the Skeptical Inquirer. He apparently has been doing studies on cryptid festivals. And oh. I just have to, I have to think that because of this podcast and asking Ian to be a part of this podcast, he is less likely to enjoy- these cryptid mm. festivals. And just from this guy's description, they sound like fun. And I'm sorry that you might have missed out on it. Um, oh, no, not at all. Okay. Oh, I very deeply enjoy this show, and it keeps me up to date on a lot of news. And I get to enjoy the three of you's company at least once a week, along with our patrons. But you barely made a dent, dude. I'm sorry. When I spill salt, <laughs> I throw it over my left shoulder just in case. When I see a penny, I pick it up in hopes that all day I'll have good luck. My superstition is through the goddamn roof. <laughs> well, I, I had hand just thinking it'd be fun to get drunk and look for Bigfoot, but you know, <laughs> even though I know he doesn't exist, that sounds <laughs> awesome. So this guy is this guy apparently has been doing studies on cryptid festivals, and he went to the Bigfoot Festival in Sutton, West Virginia, the Cryptid Bash. In West Virginia, uh, Hiko, Hiko, West Virginia. I don't know the name of that place, but in any case, uh, the Flatwoods Monster Convention in Flatwoods, West Virginia, the Mothman Festival in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Ooh. Apparently, a lot of this is in West Virginia. So evidently, I'm thinking he, he lives in West Virginia and yeah, just wants possible. to drive around. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the way he describes these things, I mean, he's he's from Skeptical Inquirer doing a, an article, a story about this. So. It's not like he he believes or in in the cryptids mm. or anything, but apparently they're a lot of fun because he enjoyed himself. So, um, I mean, as long as people don't take it too seriously, yeah, it's a, it's a bunch right. of quirky people getting together and having a good time. 
what's not exactly. to love about that? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it sounds like they're a bunch of fun. And I mean, as long as that's what you're going there for. Yeah. I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, and then when we're all drunk, you're like, yo, I think that dude really believes in Bigfoot, man. Let's follow him around. <laughs> all right. And the final thing, I don't know how you want to approach this, Karen. Um, a- I, ju- I just had a great business idea, and I wanted to pitch it. And Ian's already <laughs> heard it because we heard it on Sunday. But um, I want to introduce it to the rest of the Patreons and to our listeners. So I had an idea for what a new- about me? Yeah, I, well, you, yes. And f- sorry, I guess you're not, I did not mention you specifically today. And Jared. Yeah. So, yeah. new business idea. Thank you, Karen. I'm on the show too, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can see franchises. We got, you know, the, the U.S. covered. It's a new business idea to start an atheist rapture pet care business. So, you pay a monthly, if you're a Christian, you pay a monthly stipend, very low, like $2, something like that for a cat, $3 for a dog. And in the event of the rapture, we will come and pick up your animals and take care of them for you. We, as atheists, will still be here, so you don't need to worry about your animals. The animals don't go up in the rapture? No. Do- dogs don't go to hell. Oh. No. Oh. They don't Cats have souls. really don't. <laughs> right. Well, I know you may have heard that all dogs do go to heaven. Turns yeah. out not true. No. Wow. I think they there's a special place. Hell. There's a special place in hell for cats. <laughs> <laughs> Not because they're bad, but because that's where they want to be. <laughs> it's warm. They like it there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, it, yeah. I, Hypatia says she's heard it mentioned on another atheist podcast. We can have a countrywide um, organization with other atheist podcasts to do this for the Christians. We will take care of your animals. It will be. Relatively, in it, the the the, the tr- tr- tricky part is you got to make it a price that is palatable. Yeah, but yeah. still worth our while. <laughs> but a, a, you know, a couple of bucks. Well, we, we could just. So here's the key. Mm. No, we just add so we add value to our service mm. in addition to feeding, grooming, playtime, walks, and exercise. Mm. We will spend thirty minutes a day reading your pet scripture hmm. so that it can make its best afterlife choices. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. There needs to be some angle, you know, that we're going to that as atheists we won't raise these pets atheists. Not at all. <laughs> oh, sure. The complete opposite. Yeah. I mean, cuz if if the rapture happens, then we'll know we're wrong. So, you know, we can then dive into the scripture with your animals. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah, because we'll have to be believers then. Right. Yeah. I mean, if the you know, if Revel, you know, revelations comes to pass. All right, I believe in God. Then fine. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, it'll, be, like it'll be too late they, at that they... point, so we'll be happy to take care of your pets. Yeah. And if there's something we can do to contribute while we're left behind, mm-hmm. like fighting Hell's Foot soldiers to slow them down until you guys get here with a backup, I'll try. Yeah, absolutely. That's I'll the amazing pet, part. I'll put your pets somewhere a- safe <laughs> first. As atheists, when evidence is presented to us, we will accept it. And yeah. change our views. Exactly. 100% like yes. <laughs> I mean, we can have a, you know, a branch in Arizona. We can have a branch in Oklahoma. <laughs> I think we've got Texas and Florida covered. Yeah. So, <laughs> unfortunately, this is... Uh, I, I thought we had talked about a guy doing this. And I think I found him. Mm. Guy in New Hampshire said that for a fee of $135, he would arrange to have your dog walked if the rapture did indeed take you away. But his was specifically the, uh, the it was a specific date. 
It was yeah. May 2011. Oh. He said that there was, apparently there was this big church thing saying that the rapture was going to occur in May that year. And uh, he actually got a subpoena from the state insurance department because uh, it was unauthorized business of insurance. Oh, interesting. Wow. Um, All right, that's a good lesson then. The moment that uh, he got that subpoena, he was like, oh, it was a joke. I was just joking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know where the investigation went with that, but... uh, yeah, so we might have to look into that no, a little no, bit more. No reasonable person would actually believe this claim. <laughs> there you go. That that's a that's a viable line now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's got potential. We'll have to suss out some of the details, but I don't know what the insurance law laws are. Unauthorized insurance business? What you have to be authorized by some insurance, you know, council at the state level or something? Uh, yeah. yeah. We'll have to be careful on how we word it then. Yeah. What you really need to do is work with the state and make the insurance mandatory. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> if you're a Christian, you're going to need this insurance. Yeah. We can't have your pets running all over the goddamn state when you're up in heaven. Or dying right? from starvation in your houses. Yeah. That's just cruel and un- you know, unusual punishment. Poor Fluffy. Yeah, maybe get, get PETA behind it. There you go. <laughs> all right. That's all I've got for this week. You guys have anything else? I want a cigarette. I do not. Thank you for the lovely show. <laughs> I do not have any cigarettes here for you. Sorry. Sorry, dude. Jeez, guys. Thanks. You got this. A- but we're proud of you. <laughs> it's a good thing you're, you're trying to quit again. You should keep it up. Yeah. Okay. Does that help? Yes. No. I don't know. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to start wrapping up for this week. First, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially those who could be with us tonight. Alpha, hey, good to have you back. Uh, mm-hmm. Big old Grumpy Wolf, Hessian Gixon, Hypatia, Judy Joe, and Mr. Joshua. We do appreciate your comments, your feedback, and your support of the podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, you can join them and sign up on our Patreon page. Or if you can't do that, you can share the podcast on social media, leave a review for us on iTunes or wherever you happen to listen. Uh, if you'd like to contact us, you can on our Facebook page or by tweeting at ProfaneArg. Also, I'd like to encourage people to check out the soon-to-be-named network. It's a podcasting network. You can find all the podcasts at soontobenamednetwork.com. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God be with you. Everybody.